everybody. My name is Therese Paler. This is the Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. So, hey, it is what it is. Now, here are your hosts, show, Vern, and Yahoo NFL writer, Therese Paler. Welcome in to Johnny's on 95th Street. I hope this family right here understood for the next hour we will be here doing a live radio show. How you doing? Merry Christmas. Don't get scared of me. She ducked down and got scared of me. We are here. Come on out. Therese Paler is in the building. Uh, Vern is in Michigan, and uh, he'll be back next week. But we're going to have a good time this next hour. Uh, thank you for joining us here if you're listening. And come on out to uh, Johnny's here on 95th. I just ate the wings. They were sensational. All right, Therese, let's get right into it because I saw you, you talking about this, man. The Chiefs are going after this. They are going hardcore. They're like a college team trying to push their Heisman Trophy winner. The Chiefs <laughs> are pushing for Pat Mahomes to be the MVP. Yeah. Um, is that is – that, I've never known. Is that a big deal for franchises, for, for – for, for teams that they have a MVP winner? I mean, I don't remember the Chiefs ever having one. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, no, look, um, is it a big deal? Yeah, I, I, I'll say this. It's a really – it's a nice gesture that you might make toward a player that's going to be the first player in NFL history to make $200 million. Mm. Okay? You've been the first on that. He, he is absolutely going to be the first. The, as soon as they can pay him, which is after next season – he will probably get paid. A big reason for that is that he's theirs. You know, the Chiefs drafted this guy. He's a homegrown talent in that way. You take care of that. You, you keep hold on to that. He's a reflection of the people who drafted him, not just John Dorsey, but Brett Veach, who was key in finding him, Chris Ballard, all those guys, Andy Reid. So, yes, they will keep him here. Another season similar to this, he will easily make $200 million, and he will be a Chief for a long time. So this is the kind of – gesture you make toward a player that you intend to be the face of your franchise for years and years and years. One other thing to keep in mind about that, Chiefs have a very, very, very good relationship with Patrick Mahomes' agents, Chris Cabot and Lee Steinberg. Um, before they drafted him, they actually kind of worked with those two um, to kind of make sure he ended up here. Obviously, the agents would have done what was best for their client. So mm -hmm. if he wanted, if they, if a team wanted to take him in the top ten, fine, they would have done it. But of those teams beyond the top ten, the Chiefs were obviously the most interested, and they let them know about that early. So good relationship there. They're going to work toward getting something done when push comes to shove. And um, you know, I think Chiefs fans can feel good that the organization is working to make sure that the player that they're going to make is the face of the franchise for years and years gets something that would be really nice for the fans here and also the organization. Now, I, I think as we speak about the MVP, we believe – I'll say this. I believe uh, Patrick Mahomes' numbers are so crazy yeah. that he has been, to me, the best player in the league, and I think he has been the MVP. But there are a lot of people, and I think a lot of people that I respect, uh, who have – Given thoughts that maybe maybe his product his production in the big games, all right. He's had six primetime games. He's two and two and four, and he's lost to MVP other MVP type guys and Russell and Phil. Like he's 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 struggled, not struggled. Now his team has lost. We know this thing isn't fair. But in some of those games, five turnovers against the Rams, two turnovers against the Patriots. 
I don't think it would be a travesty if he didn't win the, the award. I can see there is some validation to people who may have an issue with, all right, man, you didn't, your team didn't win some of the big games on your schedule, and I don't know if, I sh- if you should give the MVP to a guy who lost four primetime games to other really good opponents. Uh, you know, I, you know I, I've, this is starting to become a thing now. We're like we're doubting like Patrick Mahomes is like prime time record or whatever, but um, it's two and six. Yeah, I mean, but you know, or two and four. Excuse me, it's two and four. But I think it's ridiculous. I'll tell you why. The defense stinks. How many haven't they given up an average of forty points in those games? Isn't that like I think I saw a stat they that gave said up that fifty plus uh-huh. to the Rams, forty three uh-huh. to the Patriots. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, the defense has and been terrible. How much, how, much to the, how many to the Seahawks? Uh, 38 to the 30. Seahawks. Okay, so, I mean, what does he got to do? I mean, he got to be – he got to score 50, you know? Well, I mean, he scored 50 against the Rams. It still wasn't good enough. I yeah. just – I hate that argument. I I mean, I guess I understand if you want to – it's a hot take-in kind of thing. Is it? A little bit, yeah. Like, he's thrown 40-something touchdowns this year. Like if you he passes the eye test, and you and I both know we were both here last year. Like we we both know what this offense looked like without him. Like we both know. And do you think his stats haven't been affected by Kareem Hunt being gone? Oh, of course. Do you think there's any way they win that Baltimore game if Patrick Mahomes is not the quarterback? Oh, I I totally agree. Is there any way? So you've already seen like the the value to the team. I mean. They, they they lost the Chargers game, granted, but if he wasn't a quarterback, that could have been worse. That Seahawks game, it could have been worse. This guy's a really special player, and I'm not about penalizing a quarterback for the defense's complete inability to get a stop when it matters. Complete. And, I, you know, I understand Drew Brees is a great football player. He's had a great career. He's meant a lot to that football team. And if he wins it, it's not like, you know, it, it you know, it's not like, they just gave it to somebody. Like, I I know why they do it. it it's just to me, I, I, if I'm going to die on an MVP hill, it's going to be on the hill of the guy that's going to end up throwing for 48 touchdowns and is taking an offense to a completely different level and is going to end up throwing like 20 more touchdowns in the same offense that his predecessor did. As I said, I, agree. I think he should be the MVP. But you know in sports when it comes to the greatest or MVP Things of discussions like that, it's not always fair. I mean, people have said, oh, LeBron, you'll never get six. Uh, he, he, he'll never be as good as Jordan because he didn't go 6-0. and LeBron had Kyrie and, and Kevin Love both get injured at the minute. same time. Are you so, a LeBron or MJ guy? Oh, I'm a LeBron guy. All what? Oh, all the way. All the way. Number one. You Don't you turn your back on me. You better not turn your back on me. Get I've back never in been, here. I've never been so disappointed really? in you oh, in my life. Stop oh, my God. Stop it. We don't even, what? Don't, 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 Wait a don't minute. Ever get, you don't, we you don't at least think it's close. You're lucky. You at least think it's close. Oh, I still have Jordan as the you, as, I still have Jordan above. What I, am I lucky about? Well, you, you, I, Tell me. Let's say not, it. Let's, I'm, trying, I'm trying to steer us here the right way. Don't you turn what? this. What? Don't turn this. I'm just saying. I said I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm a LeBron guy. I have Jordan a tad ahead of him. I feel like oh, Le- then you don't even disagree with me then. I feel okay. Like, I feel like I feel like if LeBron won another championship, he he'd be. Then there. you don't disagree but with what me I'm then. Say, but what I'm saying is, 
in, in these situations, things aren't fair all the time, right? If you lose big games, that hurts you. That, I mean, that that hurts you. It's not fair that LeBron had to play with an idiot, J.R. Smith. It's not like that. <laughs> well, but but people mean, in 10 years aren't going to think about LeBron yo, playing with J.R. They're going to think about LeBron lost in the finals you also my age, again. Though. He you, lost in the finals again. Yes. We can talk about this because this does have a good point. So, like, hold on. You you are my age. We are both 34-year-old men, which means that in our formative years, we saw 23 busting fool's eye and, and when it mattered on the biggest stages. There is a to – to the naked eye, there is a tangible difference between what Michael Jordan does in the clutch in the finals and what LeBron does. There's a tangible difference to taking the biggest shots, dominating the game when it matters, making game-winning shots, and, like, winning. Now, Lear, here's the thing. I own LeBron's shoes. I own, like, three of them. I love LeBron. I love the guy. He's easily – he's right up there. But to me, you know, I just feel like the older the, – like, the more time goes on, the easier it is to forget the dudes that was killing it in the past. And – I know what you're saying. Like, we can have this conversation about the MVP or who's the greatest of all time. It's fun. But stuff's like, not it's a fair. lot of fun. And it's not fair. But you can also, like, you have eyes, too. You can, like, watch these guys and say, like, who's the better player? You got to win one game with everything equal who you pick. Oh, I'm taking LeBron. If I got to win one no, game. That's out of yeah, you. Yeah, you can go oh out my of God. control. We what? You can go out of control. What? Oh, I'm taking the best passer. I am taking a guy who is a mixture of Jordan are you, and Magic. Do you, you're you're damn you right do I know, am. You do know right what, I am. Don't do even you, get me started. Do you know the I am horrific. trying to talk to you. No, you know what? Let's do it. This is your show. You want to do this? Fine. Wait a this minute. This is a Terrence Baylor show. He has done this. Look, Jordan never even had to face any. Anything close to these teams that LeBron did? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? John Stockton and Carl Malone at the Jazz—they never saw anything close to, get up to Steph. Me, you think you think those Bulls team would have beat Steph Curry? Are you out of your? And, and, hey, listen, and Clay, guess what? And do you guess think what? That, guess you want to get you want to get oh, rowdy? Yeah, they I can those, get rowdy with you too. Guess what? Hey, guess what? The next, guess yes. how many points LeBron James would score if he had hand guarding? If he had. Yeah, it'd be oh, a little yeah, different. He's the yeah. guess how many? Guess how many? He's the guess how many points Michael dude, Jordan yes. would have if you couldn't hand guard people? He would average forty-five a night. Yeah, okay. He played in the most physical era of yeah. basketball all time. He yeah. averaged thirty-seven yeah. a game yeah, in a year when the bad boys were thriving. And, it was thug him ball. And Scotty, he scored him and 37 a game beat the in Warriors. thug ball. Him and Scotty wouldn't this, beat Duncan you put LeBron and those Spurs teams. In 1995, oh, yeah. the 1995 yeah. Knicks would have something to say yeah. oh, about LeBron. Oh, the Knicks? They would, oh, yes. get out of here. No, I'm not saying he wouldn't beat them, but they would they beat them up. They didn't have anybody to shoot. They didn't have anybody to shoot. No, no, football. No, no, I said, I said, I said, no, I'm telling you to put, no, I'm telling you to take me back to 1995. Teams weren't shooting like How that so happen? they were not shooting like that so you know if it was more physical and you had to hand guard it would be different yeah lebron the most physical player the most physically gifted player yo, if it's yo, i think yo, he would survive let me tell you, i think he would survive yeah, well let me tell you something them. it's a little different no, when you okay. come into that paint yeah. where it's all that means where lebron it's can be up. physical too no when it's that means that guy that, he's that already guy, physical that, show well, he's, he's 6970 he can get away he's with more he's already physical he can't get away with more he already you gets just off. ruined this first segment no this has been an awesome first segment He's taking his glasses off. He's taking his glasses off. I can't off. believe you. Yeah, you even you agree with me. Oh, God. What? The 
the best yo, NBA player you just said was an the, aging yo, Lakers team yo, you with just Magic said the and Kareem wasn't of all even time there. Is Michael Jordan? You agree with me? I agree. I don't. Okay, think then. He, I don't think he'd be six and zero oh if he if he oh, played I agree with that. if he played the teams I, that LeBron played. He wouldn't cut. be six and zero. Oh. Almost. Cut. I agree with that. I thought I was in now, the barbershop. And I would Here's also what I will agree. tell you. Because look, I mean, he lost to the Magic. He lost to the he Magic really one Nobody year. Nobody likes to say that. Yeah, nobody brings that He's up. He would absolutely lose in the playoffs. I mean, he would lose in the finals a few. But you, come on, you were the same age. You saw that dude in the finals. There's a killer instinct there. That no, the Mavericks thing on, I won't explain. The Mavericks, the killer, Mavericks series for LeBron. There is, is no way Michael Jordan ever goes down like that. Like I, I, I get you. I get you. That that one is unexplainable. All right, that one. That one. He was weak. I get him on that. That was awesome. To tie this back in, <laughs> you, you, be you spoke about Jordan, yeah. and I'm telling you how unfair it is. You could say, well, Jordan hit all the last-second shots to Mahomes. Mahomes hasn't hit the last-second shots. Yeah. Like, and in four games that were in the bright I mean, lights, he has Drew Brees. Didn't the Saints Drew lose Bre to the Cowboys? Drew Brees, had a, he had a stinker <laughs> on the Cowboys. But yeah. But what did he do against the Rams? He beat the Rams. Like, what did he, he do was, Sunday was, against well, the Steelers? Hold on. Hold on, hold on, show. Where were those games at? I don't care. Where were they at? He lost that home to the Chargers. That matters. That, he lost that, that matters home to too. the Chargers. So, no, hold on. That, 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 matter, to the that matters I'm too. Saying, I'm just man. saying it's closer. I understand if you want to say it's close. It's just to me, like I'm watching these games. It's like, oh, my God, the best player in the league is Patrick Mahomes. You can just watch the, watch the throws he makes. Watch the, way, watch the way he's rallied his team. Like, this guy's a great football player. I think that we both agree that he's the MVP, but – you know, I don't think it would. I don't think it would be the right choice if it's anyone other than Mahomes. All right, we've just especially scared. if they win, which they will win Sunday. But well, hell you know, if they get the number one seed, I mean, come on, dude. We've just scared the hell out of half the people in here. <laughs> so we're gonna take a break and drink, and drink and take a drink. We may need to take shots. I don't know if I can say that. Coming up, Therese is gonna speak to you about why a question that you may know, an answer you may know, but let's let the guy break it down. Of why this Chiefs defense is going to be so problematic in January. Live at Johnny's the 95th. There we go. Clap it up. Clap it up. There we go. I apologize. It was Therese's fault. I apologize. It's his show, so I got to let him do it. Come on. Why don't you put this down so they can hear you? Come up here, grab any as many koozies as you need, pins, whatever you want, guys. Come on up. Uh, we are 95th Johnny's Tavern. Come on out. Um, but let, let's try to let's, let's try, try keep to keep it on focus. track here. This, I told you we get in trouble when Vern's not here. When we Vern, do. We do. This happens when Vern's not here. All right. It turns into a barbershop. Yeah. So this defense, uh, um, we've all known for a long time this could be the issue. Yeah. And and I, yeah. And, I and I saw you you uh, you were on the podcast. And you were speaking about why in January this defense will cost them. And yeah. I, I think you need to let the people know. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, before the season, we talked. And I said Patrick Mahomes is going to be a very good player. I didn't know he's going to be this good. But what did I say about the defense before the season? I said this was going to be a two-year prospect project and that the defense is going to be bad this year. And I've been proven right. <laughs> they can sack the quarterback. That they can do. But – they just they give up too many big plays. They can't stop the run. It's a leaky defense. It's a bad defense. And it was always going to take two years to stop, to fix. Um, the plan has always been tighten up the offense, get Pat right, and then offseason 2019, next March, you, 
you, you, you, you draft defense again, sign some key defensive free agents, you shore this thing up. Um, I have a hard time imagining this team stopping the run when it matters in January. It looks impossible. You knew the Seahawks were going to run. We talked about this last week. They're going to run the ball. They're going to do it. They're going to run the football. You know they're going to run it. And how about this? You got their runs on tape. You know how they're going to run it, okay? You knew they were going to come at you certain ways, and you still gave up like 200 yards. That's not a great sign at Christmas, <laughs> which is a month away, which is a week away from January, right? That's not what you want to see. Um, they give up too many big plays in the passing game. There are enough teams in the, in the playoff picture that can hurt you offensively that Patrick's going to have to score 40 points. He's going to have to score 38 points to win some of these games. What, the, what the, you, you, place the, you play the Patriots. I know their offense hasn't been great, but is Brady and Belichick in January? That's a little bit different. Plus, they've been running the ball a little bit better recently. Okay. Steelers somehow make the playoffs. You already know what their offense can do. Baltimore, hey, you know, they can't really throw that well, but they can run it. They can really run it Lamar. Andrew Lux had a great season. What if Indy gets in the playoffs? They can sling it around on you. Um, Tennessee, they can't throw at all. But they can run. Derrick Henry, 240 pounds. You know, let's go. Um, you know, so you go right down the line there. Houston. Houston. Hey, Sean Watson. The Chargers. Nuke, who's, we know that. Who's checking Nuke Hop- Hopkins? Good okay. Lord. We already know what Phillip Rivers can do. So, look, no matter who they face in the playoffs in the divisional round, because we're just going to assume they win Sunday and they get that first round bye and home playoff. Whoever comes in here, probably. In middle of January, it's going to be a problem. That's going to be a tough game. And you saw Eric Berry was back. It helped. But, like, you know, it's not it, – it, it takes more for this to be a good defense against a good team. So, you know, maybe they can prove us wrong. Like, remember when the Colts won the Super Bowl, their defense was awful. And they got better, I think, the last week or two of the season. And then they got and Bob it, Sanders. Yep. And then they got Bob Sanders back, and it made the kind of difference. It made all the difference in the world. Maybe that can happen. I'm not into, like, completely counting out teams, but if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm mentally preparing myself to lose a game like 38-35. See, you, you, you speak of the run game, Therese, which is obvious, but I feel like anybody can run on the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, I, I, anybody. Yeah. Um, I think the Raiders will come in here and, wor- and run on <laughs> They did in the first game. The Raiders, I think the Raiders will run on That's the Chiefs. That's why I'm mentioning it's a problem. Here, and here for me, though, is why I – and I feel like we – like the – I've said this today. If you are a Chiefs fan, and listen again, you need to be rooting for the Ravens and rooting for the Titans. Because to me, I'd rather have them in other than the Colts and the Steelers. Listen, everybody can run it on them. But I'd much rather have to deal with Lamar and Marcus Mariota passing the football than Luck and and Roethlisberger. Yeah. All right? So uh, those weapons, to me, it's the team's – like, the Seahawks ran it on the Chiefs. Yeah. But the difference was Russell. The difference to me was Russell being able to make big throws and big plays with their receivers. Because even how badly they ran the football on them, it was they had to throw the football. And when they threw the football, you got 35. I'm trying <laughs> like hell not to come up with nicknames for Traverius Ward. Oh, no. And Tra- and, and, and Smith, oh, but no. you had these guys out there, <laughs> and, and and that that's that's. What were you thinking of? Where, where's where? Lando? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you got 
You have those. Uh, those have, to me, it's the You teams. miss Lando. It's to me. Uh, now, hold on now. Let's not be crazy. <laughs> That's what you said. No, where's no, Lando? I, I just said, where is Lando? <laughs> not in a, I need Lando. No, 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 no. No, no, I don't, let, let's not get that. But for me, for real talk, it's the teams that can do both. Right? It's the teams. Because yeah. Marlon Mack, I don't, I don't, he can run on the Chiefs. Anyone can. Yeah. But, man, if you've got a quarterback that has time, he's going to pick these guys apart. And I would take my chances. I think with Lamar, he has time. I think he may complete 50%. And That's Mariota, too. Even if they got true. time. Yeah. I mean, Mariota's past. He may not have he's, feeling in his I, hand. I know, man. I, and then imagine Blaine Gabbert coming in here. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, I, I get it. it. Hey, listen, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I would rather face Tennessee, okay? Um, that defense is good, right? But as a passing offense, it stinks, and their total offense is pretty low too. Their total offense, they're 26 in the NFL. So, like, yeah, I'd rather see Tennessee come here, obviously, obviously. Um, but the, I think the bottom line is that all these teams scare you a little bit, some more than others, but they all scare you just because your defense is whack. So it is what it is there. You just got to hope that, you know, you better hope that some guys show up to play. You better hope the pass rush is in point and, and some of those corners and safeties can hawk the ball. And you, you better hope that Bob somehow got it in the playoffs. Okay. Um, now, we've, we've had some some fun a little bit, but what did you see out of those young guys? Like, what did you see out of Traverius Ward and Tremont Smith? Uh, these guys who may well, be, can, who may, like the Ray Andy said it. Andy doesn't ever say anything. Yeah. He said something about yeah. wanting to see those guys get a look. What did you see? Here's why. They, they can run. Those like okay. Tremont, Charveris, they can run. There's athleticism there. Yeah. They they give you a fighting chance on a go route. You know, Lando, he's all up in he's your show because he yeah. can't you can't Steve, run. Steve. You know, <laughs> no Steve. You know, Steve's Steve's handsy. Steve's <laughs> that's a way to put it. But Steve, you know, I, I think of those three. It's like that was a hell of a play. That that the play that uh I can't remember who it was, but he made it on oh, Steve. Doug yeah, that was a hell of a play. You know, for the most part, Steve is in position to make a play. Um, the problem is they, they do miss like a number one, you know, shut down, lockdown corner. They do miss it. Um, they, look, those guys gave him a chance, a fighting chance athletically. At least they can run, okay, and give you a fighting chance on the goal balls. They can give you a fighting chance to hang with the guy on drag routes, that kind of stuff. The problem is, you know, Lando kind of knows what he's looking at for the most part, right, even though Eric is – he knows more than what he, he knows what he's looking at way more than Tremont and Charverius do, yeah. uh, which is not like a huge, a, a great sign. But that's why, at least if they if they got enough of the mental part of it down, they can hang with some of these guys athletically. So, in your opinion, do you think when the first round of the playoffs come around, they will be getting more of the snaps than Lando, either either Smith or Ward, because Maybe Fuller Ward. will be back. Maybe Ward. Maybe Ward. Um, you know the problem is. It doesn't really – it doesn't matter, matter that much. Really, okay. Like it – whether it's Scandrick or it's Charvarius or it's – well, Tremont really doesn't know what he's looking at. But, yeah, he's a really good player. He was my all-juice guy, really athletic guy. Can He does some good things. But, you know, it doesn't really matter. They're going to be targeting whoever that – I mean, they're going to target all of them because – but they'll really be going at whoever is the third guy um, outside of Nelson and Fuller. All right, let's That's go why on. a corner is going to be a big priority this offseason. Uh, all right, let's go around the NFL with Therese. Um, luckily, we have him for Yahoo. He writes around the entire league. Um, I want to get your thoughts on a team that I think a lot of Chiefs fans potentially fear that I have 
a very little fear of, but I think teams, I think Chiefs fans really potentially fear this team, and I want to get your thoughts on a reason why I don't fear them at all coming up. Oh, I know I'm hot. <laughs> Welcome back in live. We are here at Johnny's Tavern, 95th. My man is having a nice beer. Appreciate you stepping Appreciate in with you, us. Appreciate um, Come on out. We're still here until 7 o'clock. Therese Payne of the Therese Play the Show presented by Bud Light. We're going to go around the league with Therese. Remember, coming up, a staple here. Your chance to take on Therese, Protein House, eat with a purpose text line, or anybody here live can come up. If you've got any questions, you can ask the man right here, Therese Paler, coming up at around 645. But let's go around the league a little bit. Um, This is a team. I think the Ravens, they're a team that I think a lot of Chiefs fans fear because they can run the football. I heard you last week. Uh, talking about when I listened back to the Res Paler show, which you can find on the on-demand page like I did, listen back to with you and Vern. Or on iTunes. Or on iTunes, yes. Just podcast. That's right. You guys are That's podcasting right. it. Yeah. Um, you were talking about, hey, they can come in here and do what they – listen, I, the reason why I don't fear them is because I don't believe a Tim Tebow offense <laughs> will come in here and beat Patrick Mahomes. Not not an arrow hit. All right. Maybe Alex, but not a Tim Tebow offense <laughs> is going to beat Patrick Mahomes. So, to me – what does the Ravens' passing game, and I know you broke this down, what do they have to do to not only beat a Chiefs team but even make a real run in the postseason? How, wait, wait, wait. Do you not fear them at all, or do you just fear them the least? I think they I think they. that's a difference. Well, I, I think they can beat the Chiefs. Okay, we saw them. Okay, we so saw that's them. fair. Okay. But to me. So you fear yeah. them the least. How about this? I accept that. That, that. That's fair. But I think if you're a Chiefs fan, you got to fear them. I think you fear all of them just because of your defense being so bad. But if you want to tell me that you don't feel like Lamar Jackson coming here and, and win a sh- and, and win a showdown against Patrick Mahomes, I think I respect that. I get that. Okay. Um, for them, the key for them will be, okay, you're going to have to run the football effectively and consistently, which they probably can do. But then the real key is that can Lamar keep the Chiefs' defense honest enough via the pass? So you know what that would be? Probably play action on the first drive. One deep ball. Can you connect on it? And if you do, that's probably sets a that probably sets a tone for the rest of the game, right? Hit a couple of those early deep. Now all of a sudden, uh oh, Lamar's kind of feeling it today. They done isolated up Charverius Ward a few times, or slots open, or whoever you choose, or Lando, whatever, right? And now it's like, uh oh, okay, you know, it. That's what it would take. It would take Lamar getting hot early on some deep passes, and now, like, the whole offense is open. Short, intermediate, and deep. He made some throws against the Chargers. The touchdown pass he made to Andrews, if he can do that consistently, now you got something. Especially early. You get him some confidence. Here's one other thing I'll bring up. That was the best throw of the game with Phillip Rivers playing against him. Two things. First of all, Lamar gets a bit of a bad rap about his accuracy. I, I feel like there's some unfairness about people thinking he can't throw with accuracy. There's a little... Eh, he's a little more accurate than people want to give him credit. He's not great. He threw some it, ankle he's, passes. He's not. He's not Mahomes or anything. But he he can connect enough to keep you honest, just like he did in that game. Um, the other thing I'll say is this: Let's not discount the past failures at Arrowhead here and oh. the collective feeling of fear and worry that happens in that stadium in the playoffs when people are like, "Oh no, not again," because that's there. You feel that tangible – there's a thickness to the air. 
that's what happened against the Chargers. It was like, uh-oh, they starting to drive, and they're down 10. Oh, yeah, I no. Didn't feel that. What? I didn't feel it. I, I was in the it. house, too. No, no, I no. I felt it. it. I felt it. And let me tell you something. I know because every last one of the games in the playoffs that Andy Reid's lost, I've been there. I saw it. And I'll tell you, you feel it, it starts getting a little quiet. And then the players are like, guys, please, please. And it's loud. But it ain't as loud as it is when things are going really well early in the game. It's different. And uh, I'm telling you, if they get in that situation, somebody's going to have to make a play to kind of cut through that tension because it's real and it's palpable. Yeah, I, I just I, I just don't I, – I feel like the Ravens – the Chiefs can just stumble into stops against the Ravens. Like, the Ravens are a holding penalty away from ending a drive. Like, to me, like, they're a, like with the Chiefs, they're a holding penalty from ending a drive, and, 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 and that's why I fear them the least for me. Like, I just I need to see more in their passing game because I felt like Lamar missed a lot of open receivers to yeah. me in the Chiefs game. Yeah, but all it takes is a couple early, and now he's feeling good and you got to worry about it. Yeah. I, just, I understand. It's not, I, don't, I don't even disagree with you. I, I just think that Does it, is it enough for him to score 30? Because I still think the Chiefs yeah. can score 30 against that Ravens And, and with a good Lamar Jackson game, if, if the Ravens get a good Lamar Jackson game, you don't think they can score 30? If, if the Ravens, that means, to me, playing the Chiefs is ball control. And I don't know if they'll have enough possessions themselves to do it. That's interesting. Okay. I mean, that, that might be true. I, here's the point. I think no matter what, you think the Chiefs can win that game. You're not saying they will. You think they can, no, I which think, is the difference. Oh, listen, I right. think any team right. can come in here and beat this Yeah, team. there you go. I, I so, it, like, no I'm matter. I'm not above Pat throwing three picks. That could, that could, <laughs> I mean, that could, that could, that could Pat hurt Pat throwing you. three picks? How much you talk about the defense, the, the, the corners giving up three because deep balls? I already know what three deep shots. Oh, I already know what they're going to do. <laughs> I'm saying I know. Uh, I'm not above. Pat, they, they make two, two, two turnovers. You're in trouble against anybody. All right, um. I wanted to get to this uh, DJ Swearinger situation. Um, you around the league, your contact. Are you shocked, surprised by that turn of events? No, you're nah. laughing and nah. shaking your head. I got to hear this. Nah. I don't care how long it takes. Nah, you hear stuff up. about Swearinger. Uh, he's he's very opinionated, like someone else that they ran out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, this stuff. I mean, look, look, all these guys. You know, they they. Uh, you know. They, He's a very, very strong voice in that room. Like, he'll, he's very outspoken, right? He's had wild days. There's a reason. that he, I think he's been with, like, four teams in yeah, five I know years Houston, or something. Houston ran his it, name down. Even though he's he a good player, right? When good players are around very long, there's a reason why. That doesn't mean that he couldn't have helped these guys for one month. That doesn't mean that he couldn't have brought an attitude, a real accountability, you know, you think Marcus was bad about yelling at people who messed up their assignment? Oh, yeah, DJ Swearinger, give it to you now. No, uh, you know, from, from from things you hear though, is DJ more than just? Is this more than football stuff? Leadership, football stuff, or is there? What do you mean leadership? Like I, I, I just because to me that sounds like leadership. That sounds like. Oh no no no! I'm no, that's good stuff. Oh yeah, no, okay. that's good but stuff. But there's some other. Okay. But there's some other stuff that doesn't All involve right, okay, football. Okay. That you kind of hear, but you don't know. I don't want to imp- – I don't know. No, I I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, typically if a guy's on four teams in five years, it's that other non-football stuff. But there is a football aspect of it is him criticizing his coaches public or even privately. Like, coaches try to send a message because they don't want that dissension. If one leader's like, yeah, we don't like 
We don't like if one leader on the team's like, don't listen to this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. That'll spoil a whole bunch. That'll that'll spoil all the players, and that keep all of them from listening. At least that's how they think. So yeah, I'm sure that has something to do with it too. I'm not saying that's right. Lord knows I'm not, but um, no, I, I'm not surprised that it happened. I know how this league is. So. All right, and and finally, I want to get out on this around the league before we take for you have your chance to take on Therese. Um, how do you think uh, Baker is handling this? Uh, Again today, he comes out. Listen, for our job, I love it. Keep giving it to us. Keep giving us stuff to talk about Baker. If I'm in the front office, I don't love it. I like for my quarterback to be the adult That's in the room. That's who he is. And, I, and, and, and he's just going to continue to he's make this Hugh Jackson thing a, a, a story. What's your thoughts on how he's handling this? You know, whatever they got to do to motivate those guys, whatever he needs to do to motivate those guys, that's a bad team. They're 5-2 and two in their last seven games, though. That was a bad team before he took over. Mm-hmm. It was a bad team with Hugh. If hating that guy has helped them play better, if I'm a Browns <laughs> fan, I'm like, great. You know, Baker is ornery, as people around here like to say. That's a word people here taught me when I moved here 12 years ago. He's just an ornery dude. He just is. You know, he likes to fight. You know, he likes to verbally spar with yeah, he's, he's like he's a bickering type guy. That's just who he is. But you know what? He's also a warrior. And players will follow a guy like that. He's got the leader gene. He's genuine. He's genuine. You know who he is. Players will fight with a guy that has that combative spirit. And he absolutely has it. So The line him, he said today was, I'm not trying to be friends with anyone outside this locker room. Yeah, I believe yeah, that's true. Arrive well, guess what? Guess what? Cleveland went winless last year. They need some of that. They need that on. Mm-hmm. And I like it, the fact that it's coming from their quarterback. And you know there what? You. If, if, if it's making them – if it makes Baker Mayfield play better to feel like he got slighted by Hugh Jackson because Jackson chose Tyrod Taylor, great. Because you know what that means to me? I can bring this right around full circle. That means he's got the MJ gene, somebody who oh, threw See, coals on the fire – who no, threw man. coals I, on the who that. threw coals on the fire? You can't. Even when it didn't make sense to motivate themselves. I don't think that's legal. I don't think you what? can make Baker Mayfield, I'm Michael saying, Jordan. I'm saying, I'm saying, yes, I can. I'm saying if he's got, I'm saying if he's got, I'm saying that you know damn well. You can that make, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan used that same kind of competitive fire say to Ricky fuel him. Davis. Say Ricky Davis. Bring somebody down further what? up. Ricky say, Davis? Say Ricky Davis. Oh, don't make say me make the Ricky Davis. I'm not going to make a Ricky Davis joke. Right, I'm not no, saying no, no. he's MJ. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Because you know with any MJ argument, you got to like clear. I'm not Please. saying he's. Stop. You Please. know what I mean. There's he's not MJ. Nope. <laughs> well, maybe said, I did it just to bring it back around. Yes, you did. You no, could have said Webster Slaughter. You could have used no, a lot but, of things. But Webster Slaughter didn't have the elite competitiveness with a little bit of, you know, Orriness in there mixed in. MJ did. Coming up, Protein House, with the Purpose text line. You can text in your chance to take on Therese. Any question you have, text in. Our final segment coming up. All right, welcome back in. Final segment. Here we are live at Johnny's Tavern on 95th here in Overland Park, Kansas. This is the Therese Paler Show. Uh, I'm Ron. The show Hugely Therese has. We've had a lot of fun tonight. A lot of fun. A lot of fun tonight. Um, LeBron MJ discussions typically bring that out of us. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. <laughs> Protein House Eat with a purpose text line 69306. You can text that or tweet us at uh, 610 Sports. Uh, 610 Sports KC. Uh, your questions, your chance to take on Therese. The first one here 816. Hey, Therese. Um, 
Why don't the Chiefs try Ron? <laughs> Show can't even finish. Come on, man. He's right, Ron he trying to at cornerback. Come on, you just gonna laugh at my man's uh, No, it's not. Listen, hell, I'm with you, sir. I'm sorry. The hell with what they've been rolling right. through out there. You're right with Lando's ass. They've given it. Sorry, <laughs> with Lando out here, they've given him a shot. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Here losing. Why not? Why not Ron Parker? I'd have got Ron all fired I, up. I remember a few years ago he had a pretty good game against Buffalo uh, playing corner. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Please explain to me. Ron, Ron has his head in his hand, his hand in his, his, head in his uh, hand we've right now. We've reached the Ron Parker uh, cornerback. Yeah, I mean, that's where we're at, isn't it? Good Guys, Lord. Ron can't really run anymore, okay? Like, he, it happens. He's a good player here for a long time. He's a smart guy. Love Ron Parker. Was always accountable, which is something you don't always find after a loss. But he doesn't run well enough to still play corner like that anymore. So, you know, that, that corner's a young man's game. You know, you got to be able to turn and run with premium athletes. It's hard to find. And, you know, the athleticism just leaves guys, man. Time is undefeated, just like the contract season. Uh, Bob Sutton obviously has been a big talking point. But I don't want to just go into the yeah, fire, I got fire, it. fire. This, to me, though, feels like. This could if, be it. If it, when you start to think about guys that could be out there available, who could be Andy guys? Yeah, you don't know if Ron good. Rivera will keep his job. You don't know maybe Todd Bowles, um, even in Arizona, Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes might be. This feels like yeah. a combination of Andy guys being available. It does, and and it does, and and knowing what you have in Patrick Mahomes that you can't waste yeah. this right, like. I, I mean, a lot of us thought he was going to be let go after last season. So, Andy's pretty loyal to his guys, obviously. It's kind, of, But, like, with another, like, playoff collapse or bad performance by the defense in the playoffs, it's kind of hard to justify that to Clark Hunt, in my opinion. Because at that point, if he would keep Sutton another year, mm-hmm. now fans would, like, as great as Pat's been, I feel like there would be, like, a mini revolt here, man. Like, I feel like – Fans would be really upset with I that. I thought it was one last year. Uh, yeah, but this one would but be even worse because now it would be, you know, just one more season. It, it'd be tough. You know, I think I think it's totally possible that sometimes, like, it's just time for a change. Like, that happens with defensive coordinators just like it happens with coaches. He's been here since 2013. Sometimes it's good to have a different message or a different approach. Um, more than – and you know what a lot of that speaks to, show? It also speaks to, like, you know, when you've got a history with a guy, when you've had, like, enough bad moments when it really matters, it's natural to make it kind of tough to believe in what you're playing, right? Like, that's just a natural human thing. You hire somebody else, now you have a real reason to believe things would be different this time, right? So, yeah, I feel like it would be difficult, you know? Um, I think it would be more interesting, like, let's say the defense, like, goes on lockdown. Just humor me here. Just what happens if the defense goes on lockdown this week, and let's say they play well in the playoffs, but it's the offense that fails them. Then what happens? To me, Bob Sutton can't, in my opinion, Bob Sutton can't return unless they win the Super Bowl. Okay, that's that's a good thought. Do you think that, what if they, like, okay, let's play this game then. What if they make it to the AFC Championship game and lose, and it's the offense's fault. They make it to the AFC Championship game and they lose. And it's the offense's fault. Say they fault. have a game like the Rams did against the Bucks in 99 and they lose Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, he's got to go. He's still got to go. If they give up 10 points and it was the offense's fault, Pat commits three turnovers or something. But you can't, but you can't That's do That's fascinating. That. Like, you, you can't just say, all right, man, you play. Forget the whole season. Yeah, forget everything else of what you've done. No, no, you've got to. Like, I thought it was a very smart thing when 
um, when the Raiders uh, fired Jack Del Rio. Like in my opinion, I felt okay. like he would. Like even though they right, were I get it. Four, I get it. Like you, you can't let that. And since seven and nine, I got it. Okay, let me take it a step further. Let's say the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl and lose, and again, the defense is not at fault. They give up sixteen points and they still just humor me. No, I'm with they you. give up nineteen points and they still lose. It's the I'm, offensive fault. I'm standing it, pat. with three straight great performances in the playoffs. I'm standing pat because this. Oh, then you're standing pat. No, no, I, I'm standing pat on my thought. That you, then you you still say he's got to go. Only time that I could even accept huh. it. It's just me. It, it's 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 not just scheme. They just don't attack. They don't they don't attack. They seem to Are be you? laying back. Like it was so evident in the first half when Barry played, and they just, he seemed to be the only person that had aggressiveness. You, they don't attack. It's just. It's, are you are you sure you're like totally accounting? Like put yourself in the mental space of you you watching the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl after two straight weeks of great defensive play, and then the defense isn't as fault. Like I think I feel like your mental space is probably a little different at that I, I'm point. I'm not going to say some fans won't be there, but uh, I don't think the Chiefs should be there. I feel I like that might Chiefs, be enough you've got, to save his job. To me. You've How got Pat Mahomes, and you've got you, this. That that's <laughs> that's traveling down Aaron Rodgers' territory to me. With the Packers, I think that's making, fair. With the Packers making decisions, when you have Aaron, I, like but, listen, I, I I do this all the time. We've been taking it to basketball. When you got Kobe and Shaq, you don't just stay with Dale Harris. <laughs> like, he, he's got you to the Western Conference Finals. You got to make have, that move. You got to go get Phil best, Jackson. You got to go get and maximize what you what you have. And to me, you got Pat Mahomes. You got to go do the best you can. And if Todd Bowles is available, and if Ron Rivera is available, you got this kid. You got to go do the best you can. There's then no you way. might have some real good shows in February, then, because if well, I mean, we, I think we both agree this is probably not happening. So, but like, maybe there's a seven percent chance or a five percent chance or whatever that the defense that the scenario plays out exactly like I said it would where the defense play well I, I do think there's a scenario where Bob could potentially come back if the defense is amazing they in the win playoffs. the Super Bowl I, then I, I, I do th- if I they think if they the get Super to the Super Bowl and it's not the defense's fault if they win the Super Bowl I don't think anybody can say a damn thing about any I think any the bar's coach. a little lower than you think I just I just I, I and I think especially for the Chiefs they can't do that LDT Someone here earlier on the uh, on on Sixteen Sports, KC LDT. They said he could be. He's back in practice today. Your thoughts on how? Because di- I'll be. I, you watch. We watch old line play, but I think you watch line play a little bit more than I do. Your nineteen ninety three football. So I, you, I haven't. We were born uh, the same year. You know line play. You played the same I know position. I did. Play, but I played D tackle. But I looked I at myself too. as a glamour guy. What? I, I believe wore, that. I, wore, <laughs> I believe that. Now I, that I believe. Okay. I, I wore wide receiver gloves. You wore number four? You <laughs> I wore watch Corey Simon, and I had the neck thing. I wore wide receiver gloves. Did you wear a sleeve? Did you oh, wear the armor? Of course. I mean, I was dressed. I was looking good. My man, I spent all my just for just for feet check on all my outfits. Meanwhile, anyway. just for, meanwhile, I was a workman. I didn't wear the sleeves. I didn't wear gloves. It was just the jersey. That's it. Just give me a Just number. give me it. Let's go. Yeah. LDT. Like I, I, I haven't noticed a ton yeah. on the inside. How big of a difference could he, he make for this? He, he could help him. I think he could help him. He could help him a little bit. Um, you know, 
it's going to matter more now than ever because they don't have the quarter, the, the, the running back they had. As much as we like Damian Williams, we think he's a good player. You know, it's, it's, just, it's different without Kareem Hunt. Oh my God, watching <laughs> Eric Fisher and some of the guys on the line, it is, it's amazing to see how much better Kareem Hunt made them look. Yeah, because when, when you have a guy that can make the first guy miss, that often eliminates <laughs> yes. it. What, I mean, one other thing you need to consider here too then, you just made the Eric Fisher point and some of these other guys. Doesn't that speak even more to Patrick's MVP type season? Look at the season he's had. Like, look at the season he's had. We stopped talking about the offensive line. And now, you know, you know, we're just now talking about it. And we're not even kind of like, you know, that was kind of a soft rip job you did on him, but not really. Nothing like last year. Like, we've all been much more critical of the offensive line in past years. I think the fact we haven't been speaks to Mahomes' brilliance and yeah, MVP he's, case. Yeah, he's been. One more here, 913. I don't want someone throwing out scenarios that won't happen. There's zero <laughs> chance the team loses and it won't be, and it'll be the offense. I mean, fault. listen, I'm the guy that wrote that two weeks ago. It's not like I don't know, but I'm also you're humble. Just, I'm also humble enough to know that I don't know everything. And if you're going to cover the league like I do, and if you're going to love the game of football, you got to try to think of every scenario. And crazy stuff's happened before, man. It has. This was the Therese Baylor Show. It's I've been had a great. ton of fun. ton of fun tonight. As much fun uh, as you had in a long time. That's Joe. right. That's right. Uh, we'll have, we'll be at Tiff and Jake's and Lee Summit next week. The full gang will be back. Coming up next, Bink at night. Dusty Likens is in for Bink. Uh, so uh, listen up. He'll continue the Chiefs talk. For Therese, Therese, I am Ron the Show. MJ was better. What's that? The beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs on 610 Sports Radio.